Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 20th of June. There could be more hip pocket pain on the way for Australians with new warnings electricity prices could increase by as much as 50% over the next two years. Some experts are predicting gas prices to double in the same amount of time as global competition for coal and gas is set to keep generation costs high, which will then flow on to consumers. It comes amid the Labor government standing by its commitment to bring our electricity bills down by as much as $275 a year. Here's Richie Merson from the Australian Institute and he says time will tell. It's hard to see how you could come up with savings right now and customers are going to be paying for all this compensation and for the market operator having to step in and run the market. But we know the longer term plan, more renewables, more storage will mean cheaper bills. If Labor can deliver that earlier, we're all the better for it, but we're making up for lost time. In breaking news from overseas this morning, Swimming's world governing body has made the historic decision to ban transgender athletes from competing in elite women's races. Athletes must have transitioned by the age of 12 to be eligible for the female category. It's the first sporting industry in the world to hand down such a ruling. It's now proposed a separate open category will cater for transgender athletes. Federal Health Minister Mark Butler will meet with his G20 counterparts today to discuss ways to strengthen international health systems. The COVID-19 pandemic and ways to help get trade and travel back to normal are set to be top of the agenda. International digital vaccination certificates will also be discussed with concerns Australian COVID-19 vaccine documents aren't being recognised in some European countries. It comes as Australia keeps a very close eye on the US as COVID vaccinations for children under the age of five have been given the final tick of approval. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are set to start being rolled out in America from tomorrow. Vice President of the Australian Medical Association, Dr Chris Moy, says the vaccines could soon be approved here for the younger age groups. What they've found is with three shots at one-tenth adult dose, there's a really good response and also um, there's also no safety concerns at all. Uh, Moderna is also introducing that in the US with two shots. Um, They're introducing it at at a different dosage. Hundreds of thousands of Australians may be eligible for compensation in what could be the country's largest ever class action lawsuit. Consumers who were sold defective Toyota vehicles between 2015 and 2020 will be able to apply for compensation from today. It comes after the federal court ruled the vehicles were sold with faulty diesel filters. And Hamish Blake has taken out the coveted gold Logie as TV's biggest night of nights returned after a two-year hiatus. The comedian joking about his big win on stage overnight. As there was no gold Logie in 2021 or 2020, they jackpotted and this counts for three. Oh, my God. That is... Plus, I've already... I actually won one ten years ago. So to, to win four of these is... That's too much. That is a huge honour. <laughs> Hamish also pocketed the inaugural Burt Newton Award for Most Popular Presenter, with Lego Masters also taking home a Logie for Most Outstanding Entertainment or Comedy Program. 
Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To Victoria and health authorities are being heavily criticised for deciding to relax the state's COVID mask and vaccination rules, despite the state currently recording its highest average number of daily coronavirus deaths. For June already, an average of 18 Victorians are dying every day from COVID, an increase from the average of 15 in May. Our reporter James Lake in Melbourne says Health Minister Martin Foley has defended the controversial decision. If Foley insists Victoria is in a position to further relax restrictions, Tash, following advice from public health officials. The health system still under enormous strain, though, with hospitals struggling amid soaring patient numbers, staff shortages, and also a huge surgery backlog. Under the rules being relaxed, masks are no longer required in airport terminals but have to stay on when using public transport and ride chairs. Victorians who have COVID are allowed to leave home to drive kids to school and visitor caps at residential aged care and disability facilities will be lifted. Government imposed third dose mandates as well for some sectors like education and food distribution are also being lifted. To New South Wales now, where an Illawarra man is set to face court today, charged with allegedly setting another man on fire at the weekend. Our reporter, Sasha Barbagat, has the details from Sydney. That's right, Tash. Emergency services were called to a property in Saddleback Mountain, south of Sydney, around 4.20 on Saturday afternoon. Officers found a vehicle engulfed in flames and a 51-year-old man nearby with serious burns to his head, chest and face. He was treated at the scene by paramedics before being flown to Royal North Shore Hospital, where he remains in a critical condition. A 42-year-old man was arrested yesterday morning and charged with grievous bodily harm offences. Was refused bail and will appear in the Wollongong local court today. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Stocks are expected to start the week down yet again with black clouds hovering over Bitcoin with its price collapsing under 20,000 US dollars. That's right. In November, Bitcoin was over 67,000 US dollars and it's now fallen 71% since November last year. And there are fears that there could be a contagion effect with a huge seller for cryptocurrencies potentially undermining conventional shares. While a possibility, this could be a typical negative exaggeration that stock markets can come up with when big sell-offs happen. But we'll have to watch it. And talking about the ongoing energy crisis now, Peter, to achieve zero emissions and, of course, a reduction to 35% by 2030. Some may say the Albanese government will still have to rely on coal and gas. Yeah, that's the goal, 35% by 2030. But in the transition, the country's governments are worried about blackouts and so coal and gas power stations will receive payments to secure reliable supply and keep Australia's electricity system actually operating. Clearly switching to a cleaner, greener power system is going to be easier said than done. Now, there are a few exceptions. There certainly were over the weekend, Peter, but uh, the majority of the situation, the property market is swinging in favour of the buyers with auction clearance rates plummeting to 55%. Yeah, and economists think that they will go lower. Over the weekend, there were 624 auctions in Sydney and CoreLogic says just 55% were successful. And Westpac economist Matthew Hassan predicts with rising interest rates, the clearance rate will fall below 50 while AMP Shane Oliver says it will drop to the low 40% region, which will be great news for buyers and bad news for sellers. Yeah, a big turnaround in the property market. Thanks so much, Peter. Cheers.
for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, a number of big changes for the New South Wales team for Game 2 in State of Origin. Yeah, absolutely. Good morning, Tash, of course. Hoping to keep this series alive over in Perth on Sunday night. And New South Wales, the first to unveil its squad. Queensland will do so this morning at around 8.30. Brad Fittler making eight changes, some big ones. Katoni Stagg has been dropped after his debut. The Broncos star gone in favour of Matt Burton, who has been in good form uh, for the Bulldogs, it has to be said. Jack White's out with COVID, so the new the new centre pairing will be Matt Burton and uh, Stephen Crichton. Jake Trebojevic was overlooked in Game 1. He is back along with the Angus Crichton as well. Uh, Freddie's making no apologies for making all of these changes and he revealed that Appy Corusau, the Panther star, could be promoted off the reserves list as they try and regain control of the ruck. What he does for Penrith, you know, he's, he tests the ruck and the other key to Appy is he defends well. Great competitor and that's the key. So the Maroon squad has already, uh, most of them have arrived in Perth. No mass changes for them. Murray Taolungi is the likely injury replacement for Xavier Coates and Caelan Pond was battling illness yesterday for the Knights as they lost to the Raiders, but he is still expected to play. And Brett, the AFL is considering a major rule change. Yeah, this has been floated by Brad Scott, who's now in charge of the umpires department. And the rule he's looking at is the last touch out of bounds rule, uh, which means if you were the last player to have had possession and it goes out of bounds, normally they'd throw the ball back in. So it's a 50-50 contest. Now it will go to the opposing side. Uh, This rule was introduced in the South Australian League, the Sandful, about six years ago, and they believe that has been a success. Um, it's divided opinion across the AFL, though. Let's hear from the coach of the Crows, Matthew Nix. He's a fan of the rule, but issued a warning. Look, it will change the game, though, and what that's what we've got to understand is, you know, we're asking these list managers and recruiters to draft certain players because we throw the ball in from a boundary. When you start taking out boundary throw-ins, it's a different game. He has more pressing concerns, though. They lost to the Suns yesterday by 43 points. Gold Coast now within one win of the top eight. And Brett, the Aussies are playing Sri Lanka in the cricket. Yeah, not a heap of interest in a mid-winter one-day series over in uh, Sri Lanka, but they are at the moment and they've fallen 2-1 down in that best-of-five series. Uh, lost last night by six wickets. Aaron Finch winning the toss, electing to bat first. He thought that the pitch would then spin, but wasn't to be for the Australian bowlers at least. They set 291, which Sri Lanka chased down uh, with a couple of overs to spare. So big win for Sri Lanka overnight. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Brett. Thank you, Tash. And a rare VHS copy of Back to the Future has sold at auction in the US for more than $100,000. The sealed near mint condition 1986 tape was owned by actor Thomas Wilson, who played Biff in the classic 1980s film. Auctioneers say the $108,000 price tag is the highest price ever paid at auction for a sealed graded VHS tape. Incredible. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.